to another episode of the Blurdy Couple Podcast. You are here with your girl, Hope, and your boy, AJ. And we are the, the Blurdy, Blurdy Couple. Couple. How you doing this week? I was about to ask you the same thing. <laughs> it's lit, though, for real. It's kind of lit. Is it? Is it? Yep. It's it, It's been pack watch for Oh, Trump my gosh. <laughs> for over a week. Um, matter of fact, it's been pack watch since the election really just came into play. It's been pack watch on Trump. So. Yeah. So like, so obviously, you know, we're recording this after the, um, the president has been, um, excommunicated. No, he, okay. So, um, it's Joe after Biden, the election. Yes. Joe Biden is the projected winner. Joe Biden is the president, president elect. He's the president elect. And Kamala Harris is the vice president elect. Yes. Yes. So we have made it through the election week, y'all. We made it. Yes. (laughs) We made it. It was a very long week, I tell you. So last week we, um, on election night, we just went ahead and played among us with some friends to kind of, well, I wanted to distract myself because last election, last presidential election, you know, it was some BS and I stayed up and, you know, it was just the worst. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to not pay attention because I knew it was going to take a few days to get the results anyway. Mm -hmm. So I was like, let me just, you know, do something to take my mind off of this mess. I I mean, this was clear like the whole time, like if you were paying any attention, not shading nobody that wasn't paying attention, (laughs) but with with the whole debacle with the um, The post office and all the mail-in ballots, what he'd been screaming about on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Uh, After the inauguration, I can actually go ahead and unfollow the guy. Because I followed him two years ago. You followed him? Yeah, I followed him. Ew. No, it was... Don't say ill. He's (laughs) the president of the United States. Like, what he says on Twitter actually becomes policy. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, I just felt like I didn't need to follow him to see it. I was going to see it one way or another. Yeah, but I, I want to see the, the craziness myself. Because mm. that was a topic, like, for years since during the um, Republican primary in uh, 2016, 2015. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, you know, I got I to gotta see this for myself. Is he really out here like this? And he was really out there like that. And it's gotten worse. I'm glad I follow him now because he just wake up spazzing. <laughs> it's been certain points over the past two years where he just wake up in the morning and then just start tripping. <laughs> All he, caps. He always tripping. Like Kofefe. I woke up that morning when he said that, when he tweeted that. And I was just, what? what is going on? What is going on with this man? Off topic, but I just feel like anybody who like types in all caps something's wrong with you <laughs> like if you're just always typing in all caps why why yeah that was a thing back in the day i read it as though you are yelling at me with t9 <laughs> yeah why are you so aggressive in the comments right <laughs> you mad aggressive please relax hey you look so beautiful that's how i read it <laughs> ollie what's the weather like <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I just that made me think about the uh, the freaking TikTok with the dogs. Hey, what's your name? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So um, what's happening this week, Hope? 
Um, so this week is Black in Math Week. So, um, I don't really know how it started. Um, it's, you know, I found it on Twitter. So, um, there is this group called, you know, Black in Math. And, um, I think that they started it, um, hashtag Black in Math Week. And so basically it's just this way to like shed light on all the black people that are operating, you know, all the black mathematicians that are out there. Um, I'm a mathematician. You are. I am one. So, um, yeah, it's just a way for people to, you know, figure out who else is out here operating in this space. And um, I thought it was really cool. So I participated in it. They have things every week, so every day of the week. So yesterday they had like a roll call, introduce yourself. Today they had um, basically post a picture of yourself doing math. And, you know, hashtag this is what well, I look like a mathematician. So they're going to have stuff every week. So I encourage you to follow the hashtag black and math week on Twitter. And then next week is black and data week. I'm going to be participating in that, too. Hold on. Let me. So we you posted a picture on the uh, Instagram there. I did. I did. So to participate, I don't think I posted it directly on our Instagram feed. I posted it on our story. Um, but I'll post it on no, the feed. No, it's on the feed. It's on my feed. It's not on our feed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. So I'll post it on the our feed, but um, I posted a throwback picture of yeah. me and AJ in 2013. Yeah. And then if you look closely in the background. You can see some integrals back there. Yeah. And your boy was working through that. AJ. AJ did that. <laughs> AJ did that. Yes. Yeah, so back in back in 2013, um, this is like... like we and AJ had like pretty recently started dating and um, I was working in a tutoring lab. You hadn't started working in a tutoring lab yet. I was trying to get you to. Yeah. Um, I was nice enough. That was my, um, my tryout. The problem in the back. No, <laughs> okay. No, well, no. anyway, so we had just, so, you know, we had just, I was working in a tutor lab. I had been a math tutor since like I was a freshman and um, we had just gotten some awards and I was like, let's take a picture. We got to look smart. So I told AJ to like do some integrals. <laughs> Because I was like, what's the smartest thing you could put in a whiteboard? And it was like one problem we hadn't figured out. And we was like working through it. And then one day I just got it. Yeah. So I was like, do that in the background. Draw that. So AJ wrote that out in the background. And I love that. I love that tutoring lab because it's just like whiteboards all over the world. Everywhere. And it was just like, it's so, when you're working on a math problem, it's nothing better than just like, I hate chalkboards. I'll just throw that out there. There's nothing better than just like on a whiteboard, just like working a problem out. Mm Mm-hmm. Ugh, I love it. I love it. Okay. The wall is just like full. It's from wall, like on one side of the wall is whiteboard. You go, you walk around the whole room. Mm-hmm. It's just whiteboards everywhere. Yeah. You can just pick up a marker and go. Yes, I loved it. And I used to take the markers. Um, Of course. Anyway. Of course. So I just want to say that, you know, <laughs> shout out to all my fellow black mathematicians out there. Um, I know for me, like it did not seem like a field that I could make it in. And honestly, the options for what I could do with math always seemed very narrow until I actually got to undergrad. So if I could take a detour really quick, since it is black and math week, um, and just talk about my story really quick about how I got into math. So I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast before, but I always was like super interested in math. Like I love math. But I did not know what I could do with it because I I always thought the only thing that I could do with math was being an accountant and like nothing against accountants because we all need them. I just wasn't interested in doing that for the rest of my life. Um, So I was, you know, when I went to undergrad, I was like, I'm going to study biology because, you know, I like learning about anatomy and things like that. And I want to be able to help people. And um, 
But since I really like math, I was in like advanced math classes. And so when I started undergrad, like I was in like a higher calculus class and I was like helping all my classmates with their, you know, work and everything like that. And so my professor was like, hey, you know, you should be a tutor. And I was like, can I get paid? <laughs> and so he was like, yes. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'll do that. Um, so I ended up starting to be a tutor. And then like he talked to me because he was the chair of the math department. He was like, you know, you should really consider changing your major to math, blah, blah. So make a long story short, I ended up changing my major to math. And then I realized like all the vast different career fields I could go into with the math degree. And um, I just the options weren't presented to me when I was younger. And so that's why I do the, a lot of the things that I do now to help show like young kids to look like me that from areas like I was like, hey, this is what you can do. Like, these are all the options that are out there for you. You can get into tech, you can get into math, you can get into data science, you can get into computer science and programming or robotics and all that stuff, um, which are all things that need math. Math is literally everywhere, y'all. It's everywhere. Math is literally everywhere. And there are so many different ways you can use math. Um, So that's just my little spiel. Again, shout out to all my black mathematicians out there. Even if you don't think you're a mathematician, like I feel like if you're working in the tech space at all, you got to be using math. But I'm going to get off my milk crate and <laughs> we're going to move on. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, You have anything to add, AJ? No, I'll just say that, okay, I was good at math or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much so that I started to pursue a degree in business administration mm. and then eventually i was gonna go into like in ca- accounting or something like that because mm-hmm. i was just good with numbers then i went to this football camp which of all places where you change your major you the last place you'd expect was a football camp mm-hmm. so i went to uh skywalker's flight school it was like this football camp up in maryland mm-hmm. And I took an Amtrak train to get up there, and it was like 12 hours. It was a 12-hour ride from Columbia, South Carolina, up to uh, Alexandria. I think we got off in Alexandria. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then it was this place where, you know, we playing football all day, but really, in order to get into college, you have to have the right grades. So, we had this SAT prep situation going on. Mm-hmm. And then the guy that was running the seminar, he he brought up computer science. And I was just like, oh, that's what you can do? Mm. I didn't know it was a major. I didn't know anything. I was just like, that looks interesting, and I want to do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's how I ended up a computer science major. And because I was already good at math, um, it's just something that I pursued. Yeah, and so he got a math minor. Yeah, I got a math minor. Yeah. So all calculus, I took all calculus, calculus, equations, calculuses, linear algebra. Yeah, linear algebra, differential equations. Yeah. I think differential equations was my favorite class. I think that's that one took. of my favorite classes too. I think differential equations and probably modern algebra. Modern algebra. I don't know. No, no, because no, it is modern algebra. Advanced calculus is the one I didn't like. Oh, yeah, because it was all theorems and proofs and yes, topologies and all that stuff. Uh, Yeah, man, that sounds fun. Hope. I feel like I've talked about this before, so we're going to move on. Yeah. Um, 
All right. So, um, following with love, because it seems like we rarely actually lead with it, you know, anymore. No, we don't. So I'm going to change it to following with love. So following with love this week, um, we have a a question that was submitted to us by one of our listeners. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Technically. (laughs) (laughs) Technically. A listener asked me the question. She didn't submit it through email, but she did ask me the question. Somebody brought it up. Yes. And she's a listener. So it was submitted by a listener. You know who you are. Wink, wink. Um, (laughs) Okay. So, um, yeah. So she asked, you know, how do you feel about being friends with the opposite sex while you're in a relationship? So, AJ, I'll let you go first. How do you feel about that? Some of these things, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel comfortable enough in my relationship. I don't know what that is. Mm. Like you've never experienced it. What you mean? The strangeness of like, Oh, nah, not really. I have experienced it for sure. It was, I don't know. I just never had a problem with that. Okay. So I don't think I'm going to get much out of you from just asking a question. So I'll start the dialogue. Oh, you gonna? I, I feel like you're going to dive deep. You're I'm gonna going go to in, start the dialogue. And then I'm going to be like, oh, snap. You are. You what? are. You are. Uh-huh. So, okay. So f- All right. You want to bet that I won't have nothing to say? How much you want to bet? How much you want to bet? Um, A milkshake. You can give me a strawberry milkshake. From? Wherever. Okay. All right. Okay. So, when I think about being friends with the opposite sex when you're in a relationship, I don't think there's anything wrong with it really because like you should be able you should be allowed to have friends. Yeah. But I think you just have to communicate with your partner because especially you also have to know your partner, right? Um because those situations can get a little muddy very quickly so if you're not very clear with the friend like say hey you know this is make it very clear that this is not this is strictly a friendship not be sending mixed signals (laughs) so that they don't think it's something else going on because suppose you send a mixed signal then they think it's something else going on. Then the whole time you're telling your significant other, like, hey, this is just my friend. But whole time the other person thinking, like, I have, an, I have a chance. You know, I have an opening. That feels like a situation that happens if the friend knows you're single. You can't be too sure these days, man. You can't be too sure. People just be wilding these days. Yeah, they do be wilding. I don't know but then also I'm sitting here thinking, is that really what happens or is it just it gets overblown because we're on social media all the time? Like you don't hear about faithful relationships. Like there's nothing to talk about on a faithful. It's just it's, they just faithful. That's a good relationship. There's nothing scintillating what's the word sensational about sensationalizing, it sensationalizing y'all that stuff yeah it's nothing to sensationalize there so it's more so people are people guys have these side chicks girls have these side dudes or whatever it that's what gets talked about on the timeline because there's more jokes to come from that and also it's it's more it makes for a better story I'll say that. I mean, that's true, but I've experienced it though. Like, so probably the relationship that I was in before AJ. Let's hold, hold let's, okay. 
Keep in mind what you were about to say before I interrupted you. Okay. All right. Then you can go for it. <laughs> before you was in a relationship with me. Yes, when I was in the, the relationship that I was in before AJ, I, I, I guess that relationship really kind of made me like look at people in like a very negative light. Like I don't know if I've shared this before, but like when I met AJ, I was at a point where I was just like, "Yo, all guys are trash," and you know they ain't about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I I like I I seriously thought that because like in my experience I've like it was just some wild stuff. So like I've experienced like somebody telling me like hey this is just a friend like they, they had a lot of just friends you know they they, they just want to make cupcakes for me for my birthday it's a lot of a lot of just friends mm-hmm. and then I find stuff that's just like this is clearly not just a friend you know and then it will still be like gaslighting me saying like oh no. They tell everybody that they love them, that they're their boo and all this other stuff. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, man. Like, I, I, I've I, seen some things, okay? I've Wait, seen hold some on. things. Is it boo? Oh, 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 okay. Okay, I understand. Yes, yeah. I understand. Yeah. So, um, I think that if you, if you're going to have friends and then and then in that same relationship like i used to always have a lot of guy friends and so i guess they thought that since they were doing like you know messed up stuff that i had to have been doing the same thing yeah so it's it's really there's a hypocrisy going on there and then they projecting on you yes that they already doing yes 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 um and so i think that Bottom line, though, like, I really feel like if you're in a trusting relationship where y'all have a good foundation, I don't think there's any, any, I don't have any problem with having friends of the opposite sex. I do think that the friends just have to be aware, like, make sure that friend is aware of. Yeah, that you, this person is taking. Exactly. And that they're respectful of their your relationship. But I will say, I do project on you a lot. I do project on you. What you mean? Every other day, you lose my keys. You lose my wallet. You lose my work card. Y'all, what's wrong with him? You lose all of that stuff. You don't project on me nothing. You yes, know that be you. <laughs> Hope. Where AJ. my keys at? What you do with my keys? Uh, you do be doing that. Anyway. I be killing that. It's a go-to for me. Well, anyway. So, what I'm trying to say, though, is, you know, you can't be having, like, suppose AJ had, like, a really good girlfriend. And she was always doing stuff for him, but it would be like she was a she would never acknowledge me. I got a problem with that. Okay, I got a problem with that. And so either you got to put her in check, or I'm gonna do it. Good thing I ain't got friends. Period. Yeah, no, yeah. That's the, that's the thing. No, <laughs> we're pretty isolated up here. So like we talk to people, but like it's all like over the internet and stuff. Like we don't yeah, actually hang out with people. Yeah. And so that'll be an interesting dynamic whenever we get out of COVID and we move and we actually make new friends that and we actually start hanging out with people again. Our friends that we actually have. That we actually have. That'll be an interesting dynamic. I don't think it'll be an issue because we, most of our friends are mutual friends anyway. Yeah. A, a no, lot of well, them are, but you know, you have a lot of friends from like back home, from home before you met yeah. me. And I have a lot of friends from before I met you. Yeah. So... I don't know. How do you feel about that? No, because it's weird. I mean, it though. just is what it is. It's weird though, because I'll be honest. Like when I when I first started dating AJ, like I said, I always had like a lot of like guy friends, and so like I would just like hang out with my guy friends, and like I would be trying to make sure I check in with AJ, like, hey, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, and I would be expecting AJ to like 
be per- peeved about it. Like, why are you hanging out with them? But he didn't. He didn't care. Yeah, I was just like, bro, what? Is- <laughs> okay, go, 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 do what y'all gonna do. I was like, do you want to meet them? Hey, they said hey. <laughs> <laughs> just so he wouldn't feel like it was like any type of disrespectful stuff or nothing like that but aj didn't really care because he didn't have a reason to not trust me yeah i was just you know comfortable in my own skin or whatever <laughs> i'm comfortable in our relationship yeah so i think that's the key though right you have to be comfortable in your relationship and you cannot give your partner a reason to to doubt you it all leads back to that yeah but i i mean i do think it could get a little muddy sometimes like suppose again and why not to put it on you i'm put it on me suppose that i have a guy friend i'm like doing a bunch of stuff for them and i'm like neglecting you that would be a problem that would be a problem and so i think you have to make sure you have your priorities straight like right like yeah you have a friend but once you're in a relationship you got to prioritize that person not mm-hmm. over yourself but you certainly should prioritize them over a friend but there there are instances where a, a friend needs extra care like Say the person is going through a tough time mm-hmm. and it's like, all right, such and such going through something. I got to make sure, you know, make sure they straight. Yes. And I think yeah. in those instances, you got to communicate, though. Communicate yeah, exactly. that. So it won't just be like you always over that day house. And I'm like, what the freak? What is going on what here? What the freak? What is? Yeah. What the freak? Now, if some, I don't know. <laughs> That's probably because I'll probably still be like, do you really have to be over there all that time, though? Nah, this, you know, <laughs> it, there are lines. There are lines. And so you just have to make sure that you're being respectful to your partner. And I think if you have a, if it's a good friend, if it's like a real friend, they're not going to be trying to have you cross lines anyway. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I feel like that horse. Stop doing that. That beat. It's not a beat. It's a ham hock. Oh my gosh. No. What is it? I'm going to go ahead and Google it. Cause okay. It's a bagel. Beat Beat that bagel. Horse. Um, PETA alternative. PETA alternative. I can't believe they came up with those. That Feed a fed horse. Feed a fed horse. <laughs> Engorge the horse. Gorge the horse? Yes. It's feed a fed horse. So they have a few of them. So instead of saying kill two birds with one stone, you're supposed to say feed two birds with one scone. One scone. <laughs> instead of saying be the guinea pig, you're supposed to say be the test tube. Be the what? What does that mean? <laughs> You're testing something out, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Instead of saying, be the dead horse, feed a fed horse. Instead of saying, bring home the bacon, you're supposed to say, bring home the bagels. I knew it was bagels in there somewhere. And then instead of saying, take the bull by the horns, you're supposed to say, take the flower by the thorns, which I just feel like is rude to that's, flowers. That's also rude. Yeah. They need to do a better job. All right. I don't know. It's some disappointing statistics that I read about Peter, but we're not going to get into that. Not today. Yeah, because, uh, yeah. Not today. Yeah, not today. Not today, ma'am, not today. All right. So, <laughs> as for the main entree of this week's podcast. Is this really the main entree? It's not. The video game section is. <laughs> so, I had some interesting thoughts. Well, where I get to repeat myself for like 30 Oh times. my God. So that's All right. cool. All right. Well, just, you know, this is just, you know, the miscellaneous section of the podcast. So, you know, of course, this is where we talk about all the stuff that's, you know, happening in society that's relevant today. And of course, the biggest thing 
that has happened in the last week since we last spoke to y'all was the election. So the election results are in and we have a new president and vice president. And the new. Yes, yes. So wrestling federation champion (laughs) of the world. So, yes. So we have president elect Biden and um, vice president elect um, Kamala Harris who is the first black Indian American woman to ever be vice president. She's the first woman to be vice president. Mm -hmm. She's the first black person to be vice president. Mm -hmm. She's the first Indian American to be vice president. She's a lot of firsts. She's a a whole lot of firsts. And so um, congratulations to her. Um, I mean, I think that, you know, there was a tweet going around on Twitter that said, you know, we can be excited about the end of Trump's reign of terror <laughs> and also weary about what it means to have a Biden presidency and then also excited about what Kamala Harris's vice presidency represents yeah. and also just like completely just like just yeah, what is the future about that? Yeah, just yeah, like weary and like you know have no clue about what the future holds so i want to be positive i want to be hopeful i want to be too but you know this is not necessarily what we ask for (laughs) now it's just you know it's uh, the nation is in turmoil right now and in order to get out of that turmoil it bold action needs to be taken yes we need a change (laughs) of direction a change of trajectory yes Yes, we do. We need a a rapid course, <laughs> a rapid change in tra- trajectory. Um, and unfortunately, I do not feel that the Biden Harris ticket is that. Um, but you know that's what we had. That's what we was working with, <laughs> and so we had to get that man out of it because he was wild, and he is not going to leave without a fight. Obviously, yeah, bro. It's just he's what they call it over in England. He's throwing his toys out the crib. <laughs> <laughs> He's pitching a tent. He's pitching a fit. He doing it all just so he don't have to leave. It's, it's litigation after litigation in several different states that mm-hmm. I can't keep track of. Yeah, it's just a bunch of wild stuff going on. But the the end of the, at the end of the day, they ain't got no proof that any of the stuff that they're claiming happened happened. They're claiming that it was a bunch of fraudulent and illegal votes that were able to get Biden the presidency. They have no proof that any of that stuff happened because it didn't. Yeah. Do you know they set up a hotline? Oh, my God. They set up a hotline to, like, have people call in and say <laughs> whether there was, whether they saw voter fraud or not. I think I might have heard a clip about that. And I think I might have heard a clip. Somebody called somebody the devil. He came up and he just didn't look right. He, he smelled like, was it sewage or he smelled Yo. like drugs or something like that? This is freaking ridiculous. Like, like y'all, look where we're at. <laughs> Look where we're at. They have a hotline set up about anybody that saw anything that resembled election fraud because they don't want to trust the results. And it's just like, bruh, like you lost. It's over. You lost. Yeah, like leave with some dignity, bruh. Yes. And then I just, and this is this, that type of stuff right there is exactly why I don't understand why we have all these um, neoliberals and all the establishment Democrats trying to tell us that we need to reach across the aisle. And I yeah, even saw. Uh, Tyra Banks said that mess. 
It's, I don't know. Why they, why they stumping you out? Why they been stumping y'all out for Bruh. like the past two or three years? It's like that they freaking... Send bombs to the news network. They It's like the scene from JoJo's, <laughs> JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I started watching JoJo's. So it's like the scene from JoJo where, you know, like if somebody land on the ground, they like, they stumping them all out. They stumping them all out. Mm-hmm. And then it's like the person that's sitting there drinking. And then they go ahead and put their drink down. They go join them, stumping them out. Oh, God. That's, the, that's from JoJo. So, um, it's that, that scene. <laughs> <laughs> and then turning around and being like, hey. Yes. Let's, uh, let's all kumbaya. Let's, yes. Nah, bruh. Because it's... <sighs> I was trying not to get in the weeds. But Kasich came out and he was just like, you have to... Biden has to listen to Republicans. And we got in this mess because of what Republicans wanted. They wanted the tax cuts, which the taxes will go up on the middle class come next year. It's all it's all a hodgepodge. I love saying that. It's it's a fitting word because it's just so much trash going on. Mm-hmm. And do we have time to sit down and sift through it? No. We don't we don't have like a political podcast. Like we talk about it because we're interested in it and to be black in America, you kinda need to know what's going on. To be black in America is to be political. You cannot be apolitical and be black. I think I feel like somebody said that. <laughs> Baldwin said something. It was Baldwin. Yeah. Like, somebody said something along those lines that you can't be like to be you can, to be black in America is a political statement in and of itself. Well, I don't know if Baldwin said that. Was it exactly. W.E.B. Du Bois? Du Bois? It might have been him. I think it was. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, and then he had some. I don't know. I don't know. See, uh, this is why we don't have a political <laughs> podcast. And then Baldwin said something about um, to be black and live in America is it's to be in a constant state of rage. Yeah. Yeah. And aware. You know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's just like all this crazy stuff is going on and. They want us to like basically forget what all they want us to forget the past four years. And it's just like, no, like, so I'm, I've always been of the mindset that like, I really don't really care about like the whole politics thing, you know, again, like, you know, I can't be apolitical because I'm black in America, but I have kind of been of the mindset like, hey, if you don't tell me who you voted for, you know, whatever, don't just, that's just not talk about it. It's cool. Cause we don't have to agree on politics. Mm-hmm. You know, but Trump's presidency was about more than politics. It was about human decency. Civil liberties, period. Period. It was about like, basically, you are rooting for my oppression and I can't have that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, we cannot agree to disagree on that. Like, if you are rooting for my oppression, then I don't want to have nothing to do with you. Period. So, no, <sighs> I'm not going to uh, reach across the aisle. I'm going to remember everybody I saw flying them Trump pence flags. I'm going to remember everybody I saw with them signs in their yard. And I'm going to take notice because seeing all the stuff that happened, like we saw Amar Arbery. Gun down. Gun down. We saw the, the synagogue in, in Pittsburgh. So, you know, these are things that we can't forget about. And it, these past four years, if nothing else, have revealed the truth of this country. And it is that it was never <laughs> the 
The what's the, what's the words that I'm looking for? The shining city on the hill. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the my shit don't stink. Mm-hmm. It's and I mean black people were saying this like the whole time. We've been saying it for years and mm-hmm. decades and centuries that no, it's it's some nasty stuff going on out here. Mm-hmm. But people didn't listen. Like you now, I I don't even know if they'll be receptive because they. The way people rejoice in their Biden is They want like, to go back in their holes now. Yeah, just to, they're going to recall about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, Biden is president. Now everything is fine. That's mm-hmm. that's what I feel like is going towards. But who actually won this um, election for Biden is black people. And hopefully we actually get some legislation, some, some progressive ideas where we're talking about... Um, criminal justice reform where mm-hmm. we're talking about ending cash bail mm-hmm. where we're where we're talking about raising the minimum wage mm-hmm. things that can actually positively impact the black community who has shown up time and time again for the democrats yeah and then for a drug that now young white men and older white men can now profit off mm-hmm. of hopefully we get to see young black men that are in jail on non-violent crimes Bruh. for 20, 30 years, we get to see them get out. Yes. And I like to see what um, Oregon is doing with mm-hmm. uh, decriminalizing all of it. Mm-hmm. And the steps that are being taken are, okay, we're going to decriminalize all this stuff, but we're actually going to get people help. Yeah, yeah. I wish this help would have came out sooner. Yeah. You know, but I mean, we are where we are, and I think it's a good step in the right direction. Yeah, so if you're wondering why that's such a good thing, I think we talked about it last week in the video game section where AJ was talking about Watch Dogs. And he was talking about how, like, when you basically, when you criminalize so many of these drugs, like, people people that need certain things, like, they have to go to these backward channels to get them, and then they have an addiction because they got something crazy. And, you know, it's like a, a doctor prescribing Oxycontin. And then since they can't get those painkillers like what they were getting when they were hurt. Mm-hmm. Now, after they heal, now they're addicted. Mm-hmm. So then they find another drug to get attached to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And before you know it, their whole life turned upside down. They didn't. Ugh. Yeah. So it's like that uh, podcast. What was it? Uh, it was an NPR thing. I forgot what it, it was called. Though. Yeah, it was. Where they do like deep investigative reporting. Oh, dang it. I can't remember. But they talk they follow Embedded. A few it's people. called embedded. embedded. Yeah. Embedded. Yeah. Where they follow the people around and then they described how they got to where they were. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when you decriminalize these things and it can actually be regulated and I mean it's still gonna be some shady stuff going on, but you know. That's that's crazy though. Like they got a podcast. Mm-hmm. We didn't <laughs> Black people weren't getting podcasts, but that's another, you know. It <laughs> yeah. is what it is. I'm, I'm just, I'm just glad to see that certain states are moving in the right direction where progressive ideas are, it's found out that people actually like progressive ideas. The majority of these states do. Mm-hmm. Florida f- voted for increasing minimum wage. Mm-hmm. The Oregon thing going on is... I don't know, man, but hopefully things look up. Yes, we are hoping and praying that things are going to start to look better. I'm not really holding my breath because, (laughs) you know, if history tells us anything, 
I, but I really do want things to get better because if they don't, if things do not get better, we're going to see somebody 10 times worse than Trump and more effective at what he was doing. Cause what he really did was just tap into what, what people, was what there. was already there. People already felt these things. He just tapped into it. Yeah. Um, so we already got the people wowed up. We're not going to see the end of it. We're not going to see the end of it. If things do not turn around, it's going to get much worse. Yeah. I don't want to see somebody come along that mm. is not like loud like Trump is. Mm-hmm. And then they're just like silent about it. And then you just hear about, it. oh, he did this, then that. And then come around election time, he got everything sold up. And it's like, oh, voter suppression is out the wazoo. Yes. Yes. It's just crazy. Because I think, um, who wasn't it Lindsey Graham or somebody? They said, basically, if you do mail-in voting then they're never going to be able to elect another Republican ever again. I'm just like, so you're admitting. Yeah, there are many. Trump you're said admitting. the same thing. So y'all are admitting that Republicans are winning because of voter suppression. Yeah, Trump said the same thing last year. It's, they say every once in a while you'll you'll see one of the people in politics say what they really what thinking. they really think. Mm-hmm. And you just got to catch it. Mm-hmm. So Trump said that. Trump let a lot of stuff get out. He there. did. So I mean, I just been paying attention. <laughs> That's why I followed him. Yeah, yeah. After the inauguration, I'm gonna unfollow him. Yeah, do that. Unless he's still <laughs> screaming, he probably will be. I mean, that's that's a joy to watch. Like is this, it? this is around the time when he was getting impeached. I really enjoyed it around that time when I followed him. This is coming from somebody who goes into the political chat rooms on the VR. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> but it's just he would wake up at like five o'clock in the morning and then say no collusion and then that was that was the only tweet he sent out yo when the world goes through his mind i don't know mm, it's I'm... it you know how when you drink <laughs> and then there's like the inhibitor in your head it just is turned off mm. so then you just do what you want to do i don't think he has that inhibitor he just does what he wants. I just, I don't. Like when I, okay, it was, they had a world meeting. All the world leaders from around Europe and everything. He went over there and it was like, what was it? Um, did Somebody from France, somebody from Germany. They Everybody's walking in a group talking. Oh yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. And then Trump just like busts through. Yeah, and I remember he, that. He, he's not a part of the conversation. No reason to even be up there. He just wanted to be up there. But he just wanted to be seen mm-hmm. and he wanted to be out front of everybody. Yeah. And then when he um when he went over to England, it's certain etiquette where you're supposed to address to the queen. The queen. Yeah. And it's not necessarily that, you know... Oh, I'm I'm American. I'm not gonna follow those. It was just if you're in their country, you kind of you got to do what they do. And he's a narcissist at the end of the day. That's what it is. He's a narcissist, and that's how narcissists conduct themselves. Yeah. Period. You remember his infatuation with handshakes? You don't remember that? I vaguely remember it. I vaguely remember it. Yeah, it's certain th- when he was doing like a photo op, he would like he would try to get in positions of power. Yeah. So he would hold on to the hand and then see who, if he could do it strongest or then like a position of power is you shake hands, but then you use your other hand to mm-hmm. like put your hand on it. Yeah. He, he did all that stuff. Yeah. Like he's a child. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, truly. 
Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm just. It was fun while it lasted. Well, it might last. It was a not longer. fun. It was. I was being sarcastic. <laughs> that was sarcasm. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, anyways, um, yeah. So that's what's going on out there. Um, in the streets. In these streets, I really do hope things get better. Um, and honestly, I mean, I I'm just tired of seeing um all the responsibilities being put on the oppressed communities. I'm just tired of it. Yeah. Like you know, Biden got to do something for uh, black people. He has to. He, he has, has to. to. He has to. But they won him this race. They won him this election. And then all they're going to do is turn around and blame us if something if something bad happens. Detroit, Philly, Atlanta, Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So. I'm, I'm also tired of politics. Y'all tell me in. I woke up the day after the election and I was just staring at numbers. I called the election that morning. It's black and math week, so, you know, you you can do that. (laughs) Yeah. I was just staring at numbers and then all of the, like, the numbers coming in from different counties. And then, of course, the Democratic counties were taking forever because they did mail-in ballots. Mm -hmm. And uh, because of the mandate, they could only count after... Yeah, they weren't allowed to count the mail-in ballots until the day of the election. It's just like, yeah, yeah, I mean, they did all this ridiculous stuff to try to, like, steal the freaking election. Like, if you pay attention, you can see they were doing all this stuff. That's why I didn't... He's still in the process of trying to steal. That's why I didn't understand why people were, like, surprised that it was taking that long for results to come in. It was just like, have y'all not been paying attention? It's been a huge push for mail-in ballots on the Biden side, from on the Democrat side. He's been doing all this stuff to the freaking USPS, installing the new postmaster general was doing all this stuff to basically dismantle the process they had in place taking away the freaking mail sorter machines taking away mailboxes uh, taking away mailboxes like you could boxes. literally see pictures of mailboxes <laughs> being packed up and taken away yeah. like we knew we knew that this was coming like they were trying to they, this is their new effort like oh we're gonna we're doing mail-in ballots now we gotta we gotta figure out a way this is like basically what he said we're gonna have to figure out a way for some oversight with that that's coded language for we gotta figure out new ways to suppress voters <laughs> yeah and that type of rhetoric it it leads to their followers actually going up to voting sites and actually being armed yes there was two people there. two yeah. people from virginia Ugh. Unfortunately, <laughs> two people. I think they came from freaking Virginia Beach too. But two people from Virginia, but Virginia Beach of all places, of all places. <laughs> you you racist in Virginia Beach, bruh. Go walk on the sand somewhere. Well, it is. It's some pockets. Out it's there. some definitely some pockets out there. You know what? But referencing Virginia Beach made me think about the wings at Cactus Jacks. The margaritas at Cactus oh Jacks. Oh my goodness. Y'all do not go there. I did. It's COVID. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully they haven't shut down. I don't think they have Hopefully because people have been moving around down. out there like whatever. Anyway, oh, yeah, but right. yeah, the two people who drove up from Virginia, they had like they, they had these they they drove up with weapons in their car, planning to basically attack the uh convention center in Philadelphia. And it's just like that's ridiculous. Philadelphia like, right there too. Of course they were stopped. It's not that far. Thankfully, but it's just like this is the type of people that are being emboldened by this dangerous rhetoric. So that's why it's so dangerous like even to try to like coddle these people and try to make it feel like their ideas are okay cuz it's just like No, they're not. It's not sir. okay. Like you're rooting for our oppression, you're rooting for freaking violence and all this other stuff like that's not okay. That's not okay. So that's all I got to say about it. 
before we move on to the visual games real quick, I just want to say, y'all, please, numbers are really, really rising out here for COVID. Like if you're paying attention, numbers are getting ridiculous. In freaking Pennsylvania, we had the, every day we get the freaking highest numbers ever recorded. Yeah. Today, the numbers were like 4,300 cases in one day, in 24 hours. So it's getting real wild out here. So I really like, please, y'all, please. You think, what was the reason? You think it was the voting? Is that what gave rise to the numbers? Honestly, I don't know. Because I've seen a lot of people that are have been celebrating. And at most of the celebrations, though, I saw masks. I and saw, it's outside. And it's outside. So I saw masks at most of the celebrations. But then again, I didn't see all of them. So I'm sure it's stuff going on. I'm I'm not even gonna completely blame this on like the anti-maskers, maskers like the Trump, the devout Trump. Oh, I'm not gonna wear a mask, people, because this I'm, I'm telling you, it's everywhere. People are just becoming, they're being, people are getting too comfortable, and they're stop, they stop, they've stopped caring, they've stopped taking precautions. So I beg y'all, please continue to wear your mask, continue the social distancing. If distance, if you're gonna do something, try to do it outside. Yeah. As we get close to the holiday season, y'all, please, like. Please, please, if it's not absolutely necessary, I know Stay it's going to be asshole. hard. I know it's going to be hard to not congregate with your family for the holiday. And I'm probably just like, what I'm saying is probably going in one ear and out the other. And I know, trust me, we're wrestling with this right now. Like, it's going to be super difficult to not be with family for the holidays. But y'all, if you can, if you can do it, I really advise you. I mean, if the weather keep going the way it is, y'all might be at the cookout. So y'all might yeah, be able to get together. <laughs> Yeah, Biden. It's seventy degrees in the middle of November, fam. Yeah, do something about this global warming, do fam. Something, fam. But um, it's yeah, a wrap. it's a wrap for us. <laughs> I'm, I, I don't know. I just I'm a cynic about the climate. Yeah, but like I'm saying though, if it's if it's if it's not absolutely necessary, and if you cannot do something safely outside, please don't do it, y'all. Like the numbers are rising. People are like, in New Mexico, like I was reading, they had a like. They had to bring in like a bunch more, like more these morgue trucks because people are like dying at record numbers from this thing. So y'all, please, please, please be careful. I know the media isn't talking about it. We've been in, people haven't been talking about it much because we've been in this election cycle and people have gotten to the point where they're just like, we're just going to live with it, but we don't have to live with this. We could just shut down, get a little nice little stimmy going and we can beat this thing. Okay. Um, yeah, all the drama is with the election stuff, so they're going to be glued in right now. Yeah, people... Also, wait, why do you think it took them so long to call it? What's your, what's your expert opinion? Your expert... <laughs> I don't have a clue. ...political opinion. I don't have an expert political opinion. I don't know. I don't know. I A couple of places called it early, I want to say Thursday morning. I think at the end of the day, I think it boils down to the media's because you can't ignore the role that the media has played in Trump's presidency. And I think the media, for the most part, they have been profiting off of his presidency and like in like just basically entertaining all the foolishness that has gone on. So I don't know if that played a role in it. I think it did. Yeah. And then also a lot of Democrats like they were breaking fundraising goals because Trump was in office. Mm. A lot of people profited off of his presidency. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of tax cuts through fundraising, especially a Lincoln project. And that's why I was saying like a few weeks ago, I was saying, I don't know if the Democrats really want to beat Trump. 
I mean, I don't know if they really wanted to because it was lucrative for them to not do it. Yeah, but, you know. You know. But anyway, so. We, yeah, we in speculation. Yeah, we're in deep speculation mode. (laughs) We don't know nothing, y'all. We don't know nothing. I know things about data and I know things about math. Okay? That's it. (laughs) Don't listen to me about nothing else. This is purely for entertainment. Nah, but fact, Lincoln Project did raise $67 million. They raised $67 million. Wouldn't it be great if they redistributed those funds to people that were actually doing the work? Yeah. It would be nice. You know, they didn't make any inroads on any Republicans, you know. But wouldn't it be nice, though? It wouldn't be nice. You know, but you know, that's they're going to start their own media company. That's not the way this world works, I've realized. All right. So we are going to leave our bitter pills there. Yes. Yes. We'll leave the bitter pills. We're going to get off our milk crates. Get off our milk crates, leave the bitterness behind, and that's going to move into something a little bit more exciting and, you know, pleasant to discuss. Hopefully. All right. So, as you guys know, we are, well, okay, we're moving on to video games. This is, we're going to lighten the mood here. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, Beat Saber, you know, we talk about it all the time, and that's something that we, you know, love. Okay. Yes, we love to play it on the Quest. So, the new Quest 2 is completely portable. You don't need any wires, except for if you have headphones or you want to charge it. Those Mm -hmm. are the only wires, Mm -hmm. I promise. This is not an ad. (laughs) This is not an ad. Yeah, they're not paying us. Although that check would be nice. Yeah, it would be nice to get a free one. Facebook. Yeah, you already selling us for data anyway. Right. Clowns. I feel like we should all get free Oculuses because the amount of money we'd have made y'all through our data. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so you have the capability of plugging the Quest up to the PC. And on the PC, you do have Steam. So Beat Saber is also on Steam. The good thing about games on your computer, you can mod them. And I don't know, I'm kind of, I kind of grown tired of some of the songs. On Beat Saber, it's only a few of it that I like. Ooh, 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 you're never gonna let me fall. Yeah, it's only a few that I like. <laughs> um, and really, I'm just I'm just trying to level up. Like, I'm an expert, and I'm trying to go, like, the expert plus. So, I started looking at some of the mods on PC. And they have it to where you can create your own song based off of a real song. Yeah. So basically the notes that you play with your hands, you create that and you create it to whatever song you want to do. Oh, so you're saying you don't like the ones that people have made. Yeah. So it's some that users have made. Mm. Those are the modded songs. So I don't, and you can download them and play them on uh, Beat Saber. I would be weary of those anyway, because I'd be wondering, like, first of all, how did they make the actual joints for the Beat Saber, to, like the official ones? I'd be wondering how they made that. Because I'd be thinking, like, was it just there was randomly flailing their arms around and they recorded it? <laughs> or, like, what was the technique to, like, this is what we should do to these beats? I, I feel like whatever they came up with was something similar to what Guitar Hero Probably, and I felt the same way about Guitar Hero, where, because I think they had that same thing on Guitar Hero, like, you could create your own levels, like, people had user-created ones, and... It's, you also have, uh, I don't know, I can't think of the name of the game, but... Continue. What, DDR? I'm sorry. 
Nah, it's it's a PC one where they it's like a standalone. It's certain people that are still playing those guitars. Hmm. Like there's there's a PC game out there, and is I can't remember the name. Of, it's something Hero. Well, I don't know, but that's usually that has usually been my issue with rhythm based games because like. I really, really enjoy them. Like the the ones that are packaged. Because again, I want to figure out how they make them. I could probably just look it up. But, um, but I like the intricate ones. Like I like I like where I'm like, okay, I like this song and it's intricate, you know. And usually the intricacy of the the um the moves or whatever is will have me like the song. But when you have like user created ones or like just even the ones that they make that are just like, oh, y'all like this song. Y'all would like this song. But it's like the moves are just like so like simple. I hate that. I hate that. I just feel like it has to be like tailor made. Like and every song ain't going to fit or they should just put more effort into making it like a more intricate song, you know, or a more intricate, um, you know, game. Yeah, that's that's the fun in it. Like, yeah. You come up with your own songs. And you can build on the game. Like once you create it, that's that's not the end of it. People actually have version one, version two, and then they make it better and more intricate. And then I'm pretty sure some of the songs have different levels. Mm-hmm. So they have an expert level, expert plus, hard, whatever. But um, that game that I was talking about is Clone Hero. Mm, okay. So you actually have all of the songs from the Guitar Hero game. Mm-hmm. It's cloned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cloned, a clone. Clone hero. Yeah. They clone the guitar hero repository. Have... <laughs> anyway, um, they also have uh, a lot of songs that other people create mm. from the other stuff. Um, what's the What's the uh, Kendrick Lamar song? Do you know? Nah, it's it's one of his older. I think it's Section Eighty. I can't think of it right now, but it's it's ridiculous. And I saw this dude a hundred percent the other day. It's ridiculous. Own clone hero. So it's it's a um, dedicated base. Swimming pools. Nah, swimming pools was later. I don't know what's on section eighty. It's okay. Yeah, but know. back to my original point. Basically, what I'm saying is, I wish there were more hip hop songs on Beat Saber. And it looks like the only way you can get that done is through the mods. And that's the only reason I wanted to hop up there. Mm. But then also you have to worry about the quality of the uh, track that you're playing. Mm-hmm. Like some people, I've seen some interesting things they've done with a lot of the tools that they already have. But I don't know if if they're like picking up on... Like hip hop music, so basically EDM or house is very intricate because that's all you have is the instruments at your disposal. Mm-hmm. All that stuff, right? But hip hop is the same thing over and over. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's why the Timbaland pack, like certain songs up there, didn't translate well for me. Oh, so you played the whole joint? No, I tried to. I tried to play through the. I tried to go through the whole thing, and it was like the first two songs. I was just like, "Mm, "It's kind of dry. I don't really like this." Yeah, it is dry because it's hip hop. But I don't know. I I kind of like it because it's it's not complex. It's like you're not like all over the place. 
but you're not supposed to be all over the place. Really, hip hop is you in the pocket. Yeah, I mean, and there's still true. intricate stuff going on in there where, okay, well, you have to play Beat Saber to know what I'm talking about. But you know where they have the right arrow on the left side or whatever. And yeah, let's just not go <laughs> too deep right there. I'll keep it to myself. <laughs> but hip hop, you like you in the pocket, and then you you make it intricate however you can. Yeah. All right. Well, that's AJ's gripe with Beat Saber. But all in all, I really enjoyed the game, and I'm glad I got my own quest so I could play with AJ. Yes, yeah, it's, it's been dope. Yeah. Yeah. Don't need no holleration. They got that on us. Dancery, we can make it. Oh. Don't need no holleration. How does the licensing work up there for that then? It's a mod, so... So I can do any song I want. You could do any song you want. Hey, you should not have told me that. I'm about to be in the lab cooking. In the lab cooking. Yeah, like the Kendrick Lamar song is good. All of the stars was basic. All the stars was mm. basic. Oh, I'm about to do something. I'm about to do something. About to put some dance, Gavin Dance up there. I don't even know. All right. Um, I will say this. We recorded this this piece before the next piece you'll hear. <laughs> but I have been trying to get an Xbox. And it's been in my cart. <laughs> I just want to say, you know, I talk trash about the Xbox or whatever. But I still wanted one. He was in here mad. I was pissed. Because I got it in my cart. <laughs> it was in my cart. All I had to do was click um, place order. And they faded me. They faded me. You'll get one in due time. In due time, I will get one. You don't even have time to be playing a game anyway right now. You make time. Okay. <laughs> I don't have time to be doing a podcast, but guess what? All right, y'all. All right. Continue with the rest of the podcast. All right. So uh, you're getting tired. So we should uh, we should move forward, right? Mm-hmm. So I've been playing Watch Dogs even less than I played last week. Because <laughs> we've just been having a lot of stuff. But it's a couple things that I picked up. And this is something that that like plagues a lot of the Ubisoft games like Assassin's Creed, like Far Cry. Really it's it's a change of scenery and and like nothing's fundamentally changed. Like there is no innovation from Watch Dogs 2 to Watch Dogs Legion outside of the feature where you can recruit anybody. Which is a key thing. That's a big thing. But outside of that nothing has fundamentally changed. Okay. It's sad to say because as these games, like the premise, the initial game, Assassin's Creed was, was remarkable. Breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Sorry. It's a sad thing to see because under, under the premise alone, Watch Dogs was something new something different assassin's creed was something new something different far cry was something different from everything else that was being created 
But as the iterations come, nothing, they build nothing on top of them. But at its core, it's a fun game to play. I will say that. If you enjoy Watch Dogs 2, you will enjoy Watch Dogs Legion. And it's it's an exploration into the part that AI plays within the world. The, the overreaching, well, the fine line within ethics was, was counted as ethical versus unethical. And people just playing on both sides of that line. Uh, authority, authoritative overreach by not necessarily one person or one government, but like this, this corporate government two in one. I've been talking about balls of confusion. (laughs) I've been talking about this convoluted balls. (laughs) I'm going to throw this in there. Between a corporation and a government, it's, it's this ball of, Corp mint. Oh my god. rate. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But um yeah, I just think it's so much that they could do with this franchise. There's it they're not doing anything. And that's the same thing that plagues Assassin's Creed and Far Cry. But the world. Now the world is next gen. That's next gen. I don't know about the gameplay and whatever, but the world is next gen. It's so much foliage. It's so much going on in the streets. It's so much in like, like you walk around a building and there's an alleyway and then there's, there's information within the alleyway as to what's happened. Different buildings, like the way you could like traverse the world. It's just, it's just so much. It's so much in there, but anything else, the gameplay, <laughs> not too crazy okay, so okay. Um, I still haven't played enough of it okay but as far as I can tell the story ain't that great so do with that what you will alright releases coming out this week actually well some this week some later uh, the next gen consoles come out on today which you'll probably listen to this on, on today <laughs> November 10th <laughs> Xbox Series X, which is the nastiest nomenclature that (laughs) will ever grace Best Buy's uh, front page. Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S. All of that coming out on uh, November 10th. And then on November 12th, PlayStation 5 comes out. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Since the PlayStation 5 coming out. Spider-Man Miles Morales comes out the same day. And then Assassin's Creed Valhalla comes out on the 10th. And speaking of me bashing Watch Dogs Legion, I'm excited for Assassin's Creed to come out. Mm-hmm. What, man? I enjoy, you know, the games or whatever. Oh, no. You know what? Half Halfway through this segment, I always think, you know what? People have lost interest in what I had to say. <laughs> That's why I die out here and then I just be quiet during the anime part. I just be like, do y'all care? Do y'all really? Do you care? These are I'm a madman. I think I'm a madman. Uh anyway. Madman. I'm excited to see Assassin's Creed. 
And it almost makes me want to watch The Last Kingdom again, mm. which I stopped watching after. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when AJ does not have me over his shoulder saying, do you want to watch, watch, watch the episode? Yeah. Um, yeah. So Assassin's Creed is coming out. <laughs> I said it 10 times. You have. But. I don't know. I'm just I'm just excited to play Assassin's Creed game again. Okay. I'm so excited. All right. Yakuza 7 is coming out. So Yakuza 7 is coming out like a dragon. <laughs> um, it's it's already been out in Japan for like four or five months. But it's co- finally coming over here. And then they changed up the uh, combat. It's actually real-time combat. What is it? No, turn-based. It's turn-based. But it's like a funky one. It's it's not like everybody just stands in this line. It's more so people just like walking around with a bat. And it's, it's weird looking. Like people walking around with a bat just waiting to get hit. I don't know. You got to watch a video of the combat. It's funny to look at. Uh, Destiny 2 Beyond Light. I don't know whether that's an expansion or whatever, but that's coming out this week. Kudos for the people that like that stuff. Uh, Call of Duty Cold War. <laughs> for people that care, Call of Duty Cold War is coming out. Why are you so weak? Good it for people that care. Because um, I know how you feel about Call of Duty. Yeah, Call of Duty, man, is is nasty. Can you guess what's the minimum amount of storage that Call of Duty is going to take up? <laughs> Bruh, I got pissed this past Call of Duty because I was just I was just open up the game. I'm like, I'm ready to play. Like, oh, you got a 70 gigabyte download you gotta do before you can play the game. Nasty. Um, yeah. Can you guess what's the minimum uh storage space that you need on your console 100 gigs more 250 more 500 285 gigs minimum to play the game jesus i don't know what they got going on but it ain't optimized bro <laughs> what does the base console come with you know storage on the playstation 5 you can only use something like 660 gigs at that point, like that's the competition. They just gonna take up the whole drive, <laughs> and you can't download nothing else. Because what the update is gonna look like if the the base install is two eighty five? Because it's not it's not optimized at that point. I'm sure they you gonna have to download some more stuff as soon as you get the game on your um console. Yeah. Hmm. Whatever, man. I'm tired of Call of Duty anyway. Um. Yeah, and then also Immortals Phoenix Rising, which I think you may like that game. I'll look it up. Yeah, it's about angels and demons or something like that. Mm. I don't know. But they come out December 3rd. Okay. All right. Excuse me. I got the hiccups. I was talking too much. All right. That's that's video games, y'all. Um, I'm done. That's, that's me signing, signing out. Off. Signing out. All right. So, um... I'm going to take over from here. Um, So in anime and manga, 
Um, I'm going to try to make this quick. So for Black Clover, um, the chapter, I mean, we didn't really find out anything new, really. Um, we did find out that um, when a devil and host combine powers, it's called union. Um, so that's what Noctis doing. He's doing a union. And I think that's what all the people in the Dark Triad have been doing. So what Asta has been using isn't union. So basically the devil power has just been like trickling into him. Um, and what he needs to do is basically like get all the power, like not just have it trickle into him, but like actually have it all. And so him, and, when he does that, like half form, like he's like half demon, half Asta. Yeah. It's um, that's not union. So he need to figure out how to do union. Well, he have a green eye and a red eye or something like that. Yeah, I guess what he's doing it intersect. <laughs> Perpendicular. No, you not like they got union and then intersect. Ah, ah. set notation. Ah. <laughs> Blacks and math. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So he um he needs to figure out how to do a union. And so since he formed a partnership with Libby, um, he can't automatically use it. And so they both have to figure out how to do it because Levy don't know what to do and, and Asta, neither, neither one of them know what they're doing. Yeah, they're Levy, clueless. Yeah, Levy was just like, hey man, like, I haven't even like really used my power outside of this grimoire. Like, I was just planning to take over your body. Yeah. So they don't so like you was talking, know. You just talking shit. Basically, that's what he said too. I mean, sometimes you do. Sometimes you gotta talk shit. Yeah, so they gotta figure it out. So I'm guessing the next chapter or so will be about them, um, Figuring out like how to do the full union. I'm sure I think gonna give up so he figured it out anyway. Yeah. And he has uh, he has Yami's sword. He named it. Mm. I think he said he, that's gonna be the demon demon slasher sword. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, that's what happened. What the the big the big reveal this week? Jesus Christ! I didn't put no spoiler warning. But y'all already know what be happening. Yeah, y'all already know what time it is. But the big reveal. The big reveal this week was in My Hero Academia. No, hold on, hold on. How you just jump animes like that? I thought I was done. Nah. What you got? We got to talk about the way that Noct looks like the hunter from Bloodborne. Okay. Okay. That's what it was. Because I was just like, he looked like something. He looked like Captain something. Nah, but it was the hunter from Bloodborne. That's what made me realize it. It's just he looks like the hunter. He has the belt buckles across the belly or whatever. So, yeah, he just looks like the guy from Bloodborne. Okay. And then the first boss, the first real boss, which your boy tapped out. Okay. After that, I got smacked up too many times. <laughs> I was like, bruh, I'm, I'm good on this. All right. Alright, so spoiler warning for chapter 290 of My Hero Academia. If you have not read that chapter or you don't want the spoilers, you can skip ahead about five minutes or so. So, probably less than five minutes. But the reveal that That we we have all been waiting for. Who was on that plane? Why did you do this, AJ? (laughs) What? I was going to say it. Who was on the plane? No, I was seeing the reveal and you just took it that we have all been waiting for. Oh, I, I thought you, you had me scared. I was like, who was on the plane? We don't know. I don't know why you did that. You took over the moment. He co-opted the movement. He co-opted the movement. I was here with the movement. Like, we all knew. Yeah, so, um, we all knew. 
We all knew that Dobby was Toya Todoroki. Even everyone knew. She sleep. <laughs> That's how much she knew. She sleep. We all knew and now it's confirmed. Um, but I will say that the reveal was actually more like it hit more. It hit more than I thought it would because I was just like, oh, we already know that he's Toya Todoroki. And I literally did not say this last week that he about to show up and maybe we finally get the, the reveal. Mm-hmm. And we finally you got the reveal. It. I called it. You I called, called it. it. But anyway, so and we. He jumped from the sky doing a number from Mamma Mia. Oh my gosh. He jumped off of Gigantomachia's back. Because they found. Like, Gigantomachia showed up to save Shigaraki just in time because uh, Awful One was up in there like, hey, this man he might be about to go. Smacked up. I don't know what I'm going to do. Because uh, Todoroki was just like, we need to kill him before, you know. Yeah. Gigantomachia get here. We ain't going to have a chance. And then Latoya showed up. Not Latoya. All right, so Toya Todoroki shows up, and um, so the way they showed it, like they showed, like so basically he released the video to the world, basically showing like who he was, his background. He told like basically how he became to be a villain, and his mom is watching, and so now like, you know, we all know his backstory. Like he was the firstborn son of Endeavor, and um. Well, NG Todoroki and I forgot their mom's name, but like, basically he said like he forced like their mom to marry him so that he could basically try to make a very powerful offspring in order to beat freaking offer one, not offer one, but all might. His goal was to surpass all might. And he forced this woman to marry him and to bear his children so that he could have offspring that could potentially be super powerful. So he isn't, a person that takes part in premarital sex. Commendable. Commendable oh from uh, Endeavor there. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so he, he reveals his whole backstory because we all know, like, I guess what happened was, like, they thought that he was dead, right? They thought he died. I don't know because that's not clear to me no more. I thought they thought that nah, he died. It, we not there anymore. I thought they, they thought that he was dead, but in reality, like, they took him to the hospital, and I'm pretty sure, like, I guess we're going to find out more about backstory next week, but... I feel I like was he thinking, was smushed in the building, the debris, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there was some debris involved, and then, but I really think that what ended up happening was, like, he went to the hospital, they thought he was dead, but that, that freaking doctor, that freaking doctor that works with All Might was there. I think he was involved somehow, but anyways... um. Toya Todoroki is here. He about to fight Endeavor because he looked like, yo, the world is going to find out what a trash father you was. And this whole hero redemption arc you've been on, I've been I've been keeping a close eye. And I actually been rooting for you because I want you to go super high so that when I uh, knock you down, you have a longer way to fall, basically. That's what he said. He wants him to suffer for what he did to him. Now, what I'm wondering is if he's going to, um, you know, go easy on Shoto Todoroki because Todoroki he pretty innocent in all this he's a kid and he was abused by Endeavor just as much as Toya yeah he was like I'm just gonna kill I'm just gonna kill Shoto bruh and he talking about something I'm surprised y'all didn't know now I'm, I'm gonna be honest I was surprised I didn't know you I was just like how does your whole life son yeah. and your whole life brother y'all done fought that man like twice at this point and y'all Y'all didn't realize, hey, his he, key, his key is he, familiar. <laughs> no, but his, no, he probably changed. That probably changed him. And then they changed, oh, he went through so much of a change that his whole key changed or whatever. But to be honest. And then also the man's face looked like. 
It was burnt up, but to be honest, though, his he looked similar enough for the freaking anime fans to be like, I think that's Toya Todoroki. If he yeah, looks, it, as much as people know about the, the right. heroes and stuff, they should be able to be like, Hey, man, I had a brother. His his hair was just like yours, and he could use flames too. Yeah, and then also they they know all might what he wore. Also, every you mean time to tell he me that rescues to- somebody. So you mean to tell me Toya's flames weren't blue, and Dobby's flames are now blue? I just want to know. Like, that seems like a signature characteristic that they would have noticed. What color is Sasuke's flames? Could have been Sasuke. Anyway, so... um, You shouldn't give me those gaps because I'm going to come in here and say something. Yeah, anyway. But yeah, now everybody knows, like, how trash Endeavor was. And um, I think it's going to put a permanent stain on Hero Society. Because it's like... Endeavor is like the number one hero. And now, knowing all this backstory about him, like, it's going to put a stain on Hero Side because everybody's going to be look like side-eyeing all the heroes now. Like, what are y'all hiding? Yeah, man. <laughs> but that is good thinking on Endeavor's part, though. What? Because if he would have had him out of wedlock, then they really would have went on went in on his ass. All right, guys. We're going to move on to um, Fire Force. <laughs> I have one thing to say about the newest chapter of Fire Force. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. If you're not up to date with Fire Force, don't listen. Um, I just have to say that they better not kill my boy Ogun. Okay? Because Ogun is a real one. And he better not be dead. That's all I got to say. Um, And then lastly in the anime and manga, I started watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. So that is on Netflix. I believe like two seasons of it is on Netflix. So I started watching it and it's it's interesting to say the least. It's very mature. <laughs> it's a mature show. What? Jojo. 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 I don't know what that is. Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. I was watching it here when I was shredding them papers the other day. Okay. Okay. I don't recall. Alright. Um, moving on to TV and movies, which is the last segment. Um, very quickly, The Great British Bake Off, my girl Hermine, she got Star Baker, and I really just want her to take the whole thing. That's all I really care about at this point. Hermine, you need to win this thing. Um, I also have been watching the Holiday Baking Championship, and we have a woman. I think her name is LaShonda. She <laughs> is the owner of Scratch Bakery in Newport News, Virginia, what? and she is on the Holiday Baking Championship, and so I'm really excited about her. Watching her journey on the show, there's a couple people. I'm I'm rooting for her, and I'm rooting for Kess. And then there's also this like Latino boy up there. He's like 23. Mm. And he killing it. He like the youngest person I've seen on the show. Yeah. Too bad your people's in Newport News don't be listening. Trifling. Um, Sarah, if you're listening, <laughs> you need to become a great baker so you can be on one of these shows one day. Yeah. Or just cook or something. You you need to compete on one of these shows so I can watch and root for you, girl. Don't put that pressure on her. All right. Um, and then uh, lastly, we've been watching what well, I have been watching all the cheesy Christmas shows, I mean, Christmas movies, because, you know, I live for those around the holiday season. Yeah. And I come in and predict them. 
Because they Hallmark movies. They're all predictable. We watch yes. them for the feels, not for the storyline or for the acting, okay? <laughs> for that matter. For the decoration ideas. <laughs> it's just feel-good movies. So, okay, for example, so I watched The Christmas Drop, which is the new movie on Netflix. It just came out last Friday. And so that starred the girl from um, Vampire Diaries, Bonnie from Vampire Diaries. I forgot her name. Um, Bonnie? She yeah. was in Reba. Cat Grimm. Oh my God. Cat Grimm? <laughs> <laughs> she was in Reba. Get out, AJ. You know who I'm talking about. Yes. Too, yep. Okay. Yo, who else used to watch Reba? <laughs> that is my show. Ooh, I'm yeah, a survivor. <laughs> <laughs> you childish. I used to watch that show every day after school at my grandma's house. All right. Um um yeah so the christmas drop so that was really good i enjoyed that um i also watched a gingerbread romance which gingerbread <laughs> romance. i think that came out last year it was on uh it was a hallmark movie it had tia mari in it yeah i was about to say tia mm-hmm, i enjoyed that movie it's you know it was predictable and it was hallmark so it was cheesy but i like yeah AJ i watched it. predicted it you said they watched the whole thing yeah i did okay not then. the whole thing i missed some parts and then we watched uh, Merry Little Christmas with Kelly Rowland. That was a Lifetime movie show. So all these movies came out. Uh, the only the, the one that the only one that came out this year was The Christmas Drop. All the other ones I've been watching were from last year because Lifetime is doing this thing where they're they're doing like sequels to the ones that came out last year. And they did this big thing where they started having like way more black people in their Christmas movies. And so they had Kelly Rowland. They had. Um, Tatiana Ali, they had Tony Braxton. Um uh what's the girl? You're talking about all the leads. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Kim Fields. Um who was it they have up there? Oh girl from Molly. Molly, 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 Molly. Well, she wasn't the lead. Oh, uh, Brisha Webb, yeah. So, um, yeah, but in Merry Little Christmas, that was good because, you know, Brisha Webb, Kelly Rowland was in there. Um, I enjoy it, and it's supposed to be getting a sequel. So, I'm going to see what all the sequels going to come out, and then I'm going to come back and let y'all know next week. Um, I do know that uh, the the Princess Switch 2 is coming out. That was the show, with that, that was the movie with um, Vanessa Hudgens on Netflix. Yeah, and I think um, the... Uh... Who is uh, was it? Loving basketball. What's the name, Mama? Oh, what's the name? O Q Q. It's Mama. O Q O Q E. Not O Q E. My engineers don't know what that is. Yeah, well, who who was Omar Epps' uh, mama name? I don't know. No, Alfred Debbie Morgan. Mm. Debbie Morgan. Yeah, she was um Omar Epps' mama, and then also oh, she was in all dude. my children. The Allstate dude, Allstate stands. You're in good hands. Well, yeah, she was in Mere Little Christmas. Yeah, the Allstate dude cheated on her. 
in a loving basketball. Oh my god, he did do that though. Talk about a redemption arc. Oh, we didn't talk about Dave Chappelle's uh monologue on SNL. I ain't even pay, I ain't even watch it. Mm, well, never mind. Yeah. Well, Merry, Merry Little Christmas Wedding is going to be the sequel. It's coming out this year. Yeah, that's, that should be fun. We should watch that. I mean, I'm going to watch it. I don't know if you're going to watch it. All right. So this is a debate that we should probably put up on Instagram. And I know I already know some people's opinions, right? I'm going to post something <laughs> on Instagram, right? I want to know, what do y'all think about The Nightmare Before Christmas? Is it a Halloween movie? Or is it a Christmas movie? This is Or is Halloween. it a Thanksgiving movie? This is Halloween. Halloween, Halloween. Halloween, Halloween. What's your opinion? Halloween, Halloween. It's a Halloween movie? Halloween, okay. Halloween. I think it's a Christmas movie. In this town we call home. That movie fire, cause fire. All right, what are we doing? Well, that was it. That's all I had to say, to be honest. Okay, yeah. So uh, Arsenal has upset me. <laughs> uh, they lost three nils to Aston Villa, and I thought these days were behind us. At least you know show some fight, but evidently no fight. Mm. So, I mean, we we back at square one, peg one. Now we're stuck in square one. All right, lingering. Come on. You ready? All right. All right. I'm sorry. I got a song for everything. Square One by by Coldplay. I like that song. I might listen to it later. Um. Okay. Well, Um. that is going to draw another episode to the close. This was a long episode. It was a mighty long episode. But it might not be that long when it gets to y'all. So we'll see. It'll be long. Okay. How much have we got? Not much? Well, we're going to cut the whole first part that I did for Leading with Love. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move forward. All right. Well, um, as always, guys, if you would like to follow us throughout the week to see what we're up to, see some video game posts um, with all the new games coming out, you're going to want to follow us to see what AJ's up to. So Yeah. Ha ha game. You can follow us on Instagram at... The blurry couple. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you have any topics you want us to talk about, or if you want to get a shout out, you can feel free to email us at the blurry couple podcast at gmail.com. And uh, y'all already know what to do <laughs> like, comment, rate, subscribe, and share, share, share our podcast. You can listen to us where, AJ? Everywhere. <laughs> All right. And um, until next week, everybody, don't forget, blur it out. out.